what we do here is go back, 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 back. You are listening to the It's Not About You podcast. I am Felicia Baird, and I will be chatting with social entrepreneurs and other inspirational people around the world about all things lifestyle, business, and how they're giving back to the communities around them all at the same time. I hope you guys are all buckled in, and let's do this. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the It's Not About You podcast this morning. I'm so excited that you guys are here. I'm very excited about our guest. Just a quick note about podcast scheduling changes. I am going to be doing my interview every other week now. So people who I love interviewing, the nonprofit organization starters, the social entrepreneurs, the people that are giving back, the people that inspire me, motivate me, any business stuff as well, will be every other week. And my mindset shift podcasts and the loving yourself tips that I provide like the five minute ones every week, that will be every other week And I'll probably just make them just a little bit longer. So that way we have a little bit more time to enjoy each other. So that is a new schedule change. Okay, on to our guest. Her name is Sam Belsley. She is my very good friend. She is one of the hardest working people that I know. She has a full-time job. She is a volleyball coach. And she has a business where she is absolutely killing it. She has a wood shop working business where she makes signs, she does wedding rentals, anything, you name it. This girl is so freaking talented. It's ridiculous. Um, And so obviously I had to have her on the podcast because who can manage all of that in their time? Sam can. (laughs) So I had to have her on just to learn about her time management tips. I needed to learn a couple things and I think that you guys can benefit from her as well. She's got some pretty solid tips in here that she's learned just by working over the years. Her business just blew up, which rightfully so it should, but she's got so much going on and she's renovating her house and she loves to bake. This fucking woman can do it all. I'm telling you, you're going to love her so much. So if you guys love this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. So just head on over to iTunes, subscribe and rate and review my podcast. I'd really appreciate it. And don't forget to hit me up on my socials at by Felicia Baird. I almost forgot my Instagram handle there, at by Felicia Baird, at B-Y-F-E-L-I-C-I-A-B-A-I-R-D. And I'm excited to connect with you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in again. And I can't wait to hear what you guys think about this podcast. Talk soon. Love you guys. Bye. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Oh, this is so exciting. I've never done this before. (laughs) Um, thanks for being on, by the way. Yeah, no, this is great. Super fun. Right. Uh, we want to start with, uh, maybe want to tell me about your business and what it's like hustling with a full-time job. It's funny you say hustle. I was making a tea before we sat down for this and Brandon's like, are you going to use your hustle mug? I'm like, you know what, Brandon, that's a great idea. I'm going to take my hustle mug. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Thank you. Um, I know. Right. Uh, yeah. So a little bit about me. Oh gosh, I'll try not to go on and on, but so, um, basically I'm a aspiring entrepreneur. I have been for three years now. It's been quite the journey. I graduated from Trent university with degree in biology and then finished off a summer job. I was giving myself till January that year to kind of decide, okay, what am I going to apply for? in the corporate world, where do I want to go? I wasn't really imagining myself becoming a biologist anytime soon. (laughs) Uh, but like any, uh, like any, uh, 
DIY enthusiast, I was like, well, as much as I'm going to give myself, you know, a little bit of a break until January to hit the pavement, I wanted to save a buck or two on making Christmas presents. So hopped on the good old Pinterest and was like, what can I make for family and friends uh, with, I don't know, things lying around or whatever. And for some reason, like, I don't even know to this day what drew me to it, but I pinned wood signs and thought I can do this. So hopped on out to my dad's wood shop and started the building. And next thing I knew I had six signs that I painted and I showed it to my parents and they were like, wow, you should really post it online. I'm sure people would love to order some. And I'm like, what? Okay. That's weird. Why would I do that? But sure. <laughs> okay, mom. Okay, dad. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, okay, you guys are literally going to be the only ones who like, like it or even like share it to their friends pages or something. So Anyway, I did it anyway. And next thing I knew I had, you know, people messaging me and, and people liking the pictures and saying, Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Like my mom would love that. Or I love it. But can we, can I order one in this color? Like all these different things coming at me from left field. So I was like, Whoa, okay, cool. (laughs) And you know, like any, well, I don't know if everyone does this, but I was like, okay, like I'm going to Google how to make a free business page on Facebook. And next thing I knew I was imagining business names. And I decided on Krieger Customs, which is my name today as well. Uh, It's after my horse, Krieger. Um, And Customs was a good fit because I was like, well, there's kind of this, I guess, niche maybe for custom work. People, you know, want their own color schemes or, or whatnot. So anyway, that just kind of rolled into that and hopped on, you know, Canva and made a free logo. And next thing you knew, I had a Facebook business page and I was posting <laughs> pictures and taking orders and literally like before, before I hopped on talking, I was like, I wonder how many signs I did my first Christmas. I literally went back to my logger book and I did 43 signs. Like the first I, year that, that you opened, right? Yeah. That's like, a lot. Just over face. I know. Like, like thinking back, I'm like, okay. I don't remember. Like I remember being busy, but but then again, I wasn't working full time or anything, right? So maybe mm-hmm. I was busy, but didn't feel that busy. Yeah, your, anyway, friend, your so, parents had more friends than you thought. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so yeah, so that was amazing. And that steamrolled right into January. But like I said, I gave myself till January to hit the pavement. I did. I actually landed um, a pretty good corporate gig. Um, you know, I, I say it was good. It was good on paper. It was supposed to be a good fit for me. I was hired um, February, mid-February. And, uh, I started end of February and I kid you not, like I knew within probably the first, I don't know, couple hours on the job. <laughs> I was like, this is not the job for yeah, me. Nope. This is it. I'm done. <laughs> like, I just, I know I knew like on paper, I was like, this is awesome. I'm going to climb the corporate ladder. Like mm-hmm. Brandon, I had this goal to get a house. I'm like, this is perfect. Like I'm, I'm on my way. And I get home from work that day. And I remember telling my mom, I was like, Oh God, like, this is not good. Like Mm -hmm. I do not enjoy this at all, but you know, I'm not a quitter. Mom didn't raise no quitter. So (laughs) I decided to, um, you know, push through. I was like, you know, you need a good amount of experience for your resumes, your first job, give it some time. You know, I, I, I learned to love the people that I was working with, but you know, I just knew the job wasn't me. So I, I was like, I'm going to give myself a year do it for a year, suck it up, whatever happens after that. So I'm like, literally, okay, it's like February 23rd, 2016. So February 23rd, 2017, I'm quitting. Like I had the date already circled on the calendar. Wow. Good and, for you. you know, 
I know within that whole time, you know, I was still making signs and actually I got asked to, um, assistant coach, uh, our local college, uh, volleyball team. Cause I played volleyball in university as well. And that was a huge part of my schedule as well. But, you know, I remember it was a September, it was a September morning and I was driving into work and I just started dreaming about all these things that I could be doing better for my business and I could grow it and, and make it into, you know, something bigger or, you know, get more, more education and and launch on Etsy and all this kind of stuff. So literally that day I quit. (laughs) It was middle September, 2016, way before that circled February date on the calendar. And I quit. I just couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't do it anymore. So I quit. I came home. Brandon was like, thank God. Like, cause I was not a happy camper at that point in my life. Um, but decided to, to quit there, came home. I was like, I'm going to give Krieger customs all I got. It was kind of like actually the same kind of timeline as like a year prior. Like I was, okay, I'm going to give myself again to January 1st to figure out my stuff. Yeah. Well, it's and Christmas I'll do rush one more Christmas time, rush right? with, yeah, with, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I knew I could, you know, make a, make a good little chunk of money there leading in to January. Um, and that's when I decided to launch on Etsy it was November, 2016. I think I have that right. Yeah. And, um, you know, launching on Etsy was a, was a tough go. Cause again, I, I really didn't know what the heck I was doing. And I remember uh, launching, putting a bunch of signs up for sale and I literally didn't get any bites until probably, probably beginning of December. And, you know, I was banking on, you know, as soon as I, I launched something on Etsy that I was going to make 10 sales right then and there. I had no idea what I was getting into. It was, you know, learning about CEO and all this kind of stuff. So it took a lot of trial and error, but I finally made my first sale and things started rolling and I doubled what I did the past Christmas. Mm-hmm. So that was reassuring for sure. Um, and then, oh gosh, the story just keeps on going. Um, so launched on Etsy, <laughs> launched on Etsy, uh, Christmas was really good. Again, going into January, I was like, okay, I really have to figure out what the heck I'm going to do with my life. Because as much as, you know, Cougar Customs was promising and who doesn't want to be, you know, a girl boss, full, full-time entrepreneur, like that's obviously the end goal. But I knew that, you know, I wanted to get in my parents' house. I wanted to get my own place with Brandon, my own, our own home. And, you know, that full-time job, unfortunately, in today's day and age, you kind of have to have that on paper to get a mortgage and yada, yada, yada. So it, my kind of dream job kind of fell on my lap. I had some contacts with my parents, um, and friends of friends and stuff that helped me get the role, but basically the role that I'm in today, I love it. I'm, I'm working for, uh, uh, the last Canadian owned and operated brewery. So that's, amazing, something awesome to stand by. And I'm, I'm kind of my own boss on the road. So, you know, I have obviously all these targets and stuff to meet, but it's very flexible to keep up with career customs. I'm now the head coach of that team wow. uh, that I mentioned uh, before. So, you know, I have a lot of things on my plate for sure. Um, you know, I, I like to say that I wear three different hats. I'm a coach, I'm a beer rep, and I'm a full-on entrepreneur. So it's a lot of things mixed into one, but I've definitely learned a lot and my business is, is busier than ever. And now I've launched a whole whack load of other things like uh, my wedding rentals and calligraphy services. And I have one more thing almost ready to launch, but not quite yet. I was hoping to be able to share it with all you guys today, but it will come, it will come soon. Um, something that I'm really excited about, but, uh, yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you're one busy bee. You're probably one of the busiest people that I know. So explain how it's, 
how it's possible to even do all of those things plus have your side hustle? Like, how do you manage your time? So, I mean, when I, you know, let's say I meet an old friend on the street or something and we reconnect they're the first to say, I follow all you do on social media. Like, how do you keep up with everything? How do you do it? And, you know, I've, sometimes I, I don't really, I don't take offense to it, but sometimes I'm like, well, you know, don't you have dreams and goals and, and stuff that you want to do too, like to, to fill up your schedule? Like, honestly, I think from being a, a varsity student athlete, you know, not having time to do anything like, you know, it's, it's school, it's practice, it's training, it's games and repeat kind of thing. So I guess I was molded into such a busy lifestyle so young that, you know, I, I do say no, like I'm, I'm good at saying no, I have to be good at saying no, because, you know, my, my schedule is so full, but I think really the key to being organized and being as busy as I am is being very good at time management and being very good at keeping the, um, the different hats that I wear very separate and knowing where my priority has to land as far as time-wise and energy and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I kind of have, I kind of have three ways that I guess three ways that I kind of keep my whole life organized. If you were to, to, to be a fly on the wall in the day of, of Samantha Belsey, um, you know, I, I have these, uh, I nicknamed them my Bibles. So I have these really pretty looking notebooks, you know, who doesn't <laughs> love pretty looking notebooks. I have three of them and I have one each for every hat that I wear. So obviously one for all my orders with Krieger customs, one for, um, coaching. I'm kind of out of that season right now. You know, I'm, I have a little bit of a break from February to September, which is nice. Um, and then I have one for my, my daily job to keep everything in track there. And literally these Bibles, these notebooks, they don't leave my side. They're always on me, whether they're in the car with me or I take them home or I take them in the house or in the wood shop, whatever. And basically I just write everything down. Like I'm such a pen to paper person that any order I get, any inquiry I get, anything like that, like I am jotting it down. Like mm -hmm. it's there, it's jotted down. I, you know, it's, it's day by day and I keep everything organized that way sort of thing. I also have just adapted this new kind of technique. So obviously it's more so with my business. So, you know, if any of you guys out there have a small business and you feel like you're constantly checking every freaking platform under the sun that people can message you on, you know, there's Instagram, Facebook, email, people text me, people call me, people like Facebook message me. They message me over Pinterest. Like they just come from every freaking angle. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's, it's a hard thing to manage. So what I've just started um, communicating to all of my customers and clients is, you know, if you want to get a hold of me, email me. So I've been trying to streamline everything under one roof. That way I can keep everything organized. I'm not wasting time bouncing back and forth from every social media platform, trying to, you know, manage everyone and, and keep everyone happy and updated and all that stuff. So that's been a huge, um, it's been a huge lesson, lesson opportunity for me being like, you know what, it's okay to kind of dictate that because it's only going to make me more professional. It's going to make me more, you know, better at, at communicating with all of my customers and clients. So that's been a huge way. And then honestly, this sounds a little bit psycho, but <laughs> I, I set a timer for myself. So, um, you know, if I, let's, for example, is Mondays. So Mondays are my office day for my job. And for Krieger Customs, it's my wood shop night at night. So I will literally wake up. I do all my conference calls. 
And I will set a timer for myself from, I don't know, let's say nine to noon. And I know that I'm working on all things, my full-time job with Maze Head. So I'm working all on that and making my calls, all that kind of stuff. And then I'll break for lunch. That's the time I can kind of, you know, scroll through Instagram, have a, a coffee or whatever. And then I'm, I'm right back on the timer from, let's say, like one to three. Same thing, working my full-time job. And then I head over to the wood shop and I make all last week's orders. And then I come in and I stain. And then I do another maybe hour to two hours just catching up on emails and inquiries and all that kind of stuff. And then I can chill out. I can relax the rest of the night. So it's, you know, kind of being disciplined at uh, keeping myself away from the distractions of, you know, going on social media or I don't know, baking or something. Cause I, I do bake. I procrastinate. bake. That's what I call it. <laughs> I love my, I love my chocolate chip cookies. I know. Okay? I've seen so. you, I've seen you do that too. And I'm like, in what world do you have the time to do all this stuff? And I would just <laughs> like to point out that Sam is also renovating a house all in one go. Oh yeah. I did forget that part. Actually, I did forget that. So for anyone who, who wonders when that all came about, it was literally not even kidding. Seven days after I started my dream job, Brandon and I found the perfect house. Brandon just started his job too. So it was like, oh gosh, April, 2017 was like, I don't even remember it. It was so crazy. Like finalizing the house and, and purchasing it. Oh gosh, it was awesome. But yeah, you guys yeah, have a so lot we're going in, on. We're in our, yeah, we're in our own little farmhouse now and we are renovating it right now too. So as much as I say, I have all these nice, pretty notebooks. They usually have a layer of dust on them, and <laughs> yeah, you know, just just keep rolling with it. So the timer thing—that is so interesting to me. I love that idea so much because I feel, <laughs> I feel like I've heard that before. Actually, have you? Did you read the Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss? He was something that no, he, had I didn't. he had thrown that in his book. He said if you just put a timer on, then that's the time, and then that's the allocated, allocated, allocated. I don't know. Yeah. That's the time that you are working on that project and then you move on to the next project and then you move on to the next. To be honest, I think I, um, so to loop back on, you know, educating myself on, on running a small business, I like just completely fell in love with podcasts. Like I have listened to every freaking episode of Jenna Kutcher, oh. Amy Porterfield, Julia Solomon, like yeah. all those girls that are just kicking butt out there. I, I worship them. So honestly, it was probably from one of them that I, I just kind of adapted that yeah. kind of method or, or, um, or process, you know, putting that timer on mm -hmm. because I think it is, you know, you can get so distracted, so distracted. And it can be the silliest little things. Like you can, you can decide to start cleaning or reorganizing something. And, and I mean, those are all good things. I mean, things that you should be doing for sure. But if they're during the time that, you know, you, you know, you have to work on something, whether it's your job or your business or your hobby or whatever, and you distract yourself, like, how are you ever going to meet your goal? How are we, how are you going to ever, you know, succeed in that thing? So I think just doing the timer thing is a really cool way to make yourself accountable. Mm -hmm. And it's almost addicting because you just get so much done when you just sit down and you just do it. Like you just, you put those blinders on and you just, you grind it out. It's amazing. Yeah. I it's bet. so satisfying. <laughs> I'm I'm on such a gold digger podcast like stretch right now. It's so informative. Oh gosh. She's so good. And honestly, like I can't believe they give this information away basically for free. I know. Like, you know, they ask, they ask, well, just like with your podcasts and stuff, you know, you love people 
listening in and leaving you reviews and ratings and stuff. And that's all they ask for. Like it's completely wicked. Like I know kudos to kudos to you ladies doing the podcast. Oh, Love thanks. It. Yeah. They're fun. Then I can talk to people like you all the time. Yeah, I know, right? I feel like I shouldn't be making a cup of tea. I should be making myself a drink. I'm talking to the Felicia here. It's usually how we uh, hang out. Yeah, I know. It's hardly ever the tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so when you had first started your business, you had all of these clients and customers and everything like that. But then how did it feel to get people start coming in that you had no idea who they were? It was wild. Like I remember, um, I think the very first time that I met someone I didn't know, or, you know, I didn't know their friend of a friend of a friend or something, or someone didn't refer them. It was on, it was an Instagram communication and someone, this is when I launched my wedding rentals. And, um, this couple lived in England. They were living in England and they were coming to Elmhurst Resort in Keene to get married. And they found me on Instagram. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. That is insane. Like they're in England mm-hmm. and they found my Instagram, messaged me, and I ended up outfitting their whole wedding with my sons. Like it's just so crazy to think the power of social media and everything, you know, a simple hashtag wedding rental can lead you into all of these contacts that you had no idea about. It's, it's really fascinating. And I mean, now with Etsy, like I, you know, every time I go to the post office, you know, have my, my ladies, Marianne and Mary that help me out every Friday morning. They know I'm coming. I bring them cookies and coffee, <laughs> but you know, they, they, they are floored that, you know, I'm, I'm bringing 50, 60 parcels in a week to, to ship out. And they're like, you have like three Canadian parcels. Like, where are you shipping to? And I'm like, honestly, all over the freaking continent. Like, it's crazy yeah. that, you know, my work is hanging up in places in the States, people I don't even know. Like, people have, you know, seen my work, love my work, love my story, and purchased something from me. And I made something with my own two hands and sent it to them. Like, it's so, sometimes I just pinch myself. Like, it's crazy. But it's a pretty cool thing to think about that, you know, I have impacted someone that I haven't even met or don't even know, don't even know where they live, like anything. And, you know, I made their wedding sign or I made their guest book or, you know, a present to give to their, their loved one. You know, it's a pretty cool thing to, to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for you, girl. You're killing it. So how do you, how do you turn, like, how do you turn off? Like, what do you do when you have to turn your phone off or have to just stop looking at it? Yeah, actually, um, you know, this weekend was actually a good test for me. So we had a huge ice storm here in uh, Eastern Ontario. And, uh, you know, my car was parked for for three days straight. And, you know, not being able to go anywhere or go to the wood shop or do anything kind of forced me to relax. And, I mean, when I unwind or when I unplug, um, you know, usually it's in the evening, it's when Brian is home from work and we can just, you know, relax, watch TV or anything like that. But for me lately, like I do relax and I, I do unplug and stuff, but for me, I am just so, um, I guess I would say focused. I'm so focused on my goal and what I want my life to be like, you know, let's say two years from now or five years from now, you know, I, 
I do stop and I do unwind and I, I do know when I'm, I'm going a little too hard, but for me, relaxing is, is working on my business, whether that's, you know, reading an article or listening to a podcast or, you know, reading a book or just, you know, penning new blog ideas or new, um, new work ideas or piece ideas or whatever. Like that to me is, is relaxing in itself because I know I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in my Zen or I'm, I'm chilled out, but you know, I'm just so focused that I don't want to stop. Like I don't, I don't want to stop working on it. So maybe I, I don't really stop, but when I do relax, I'm, I guess in a calmer state or I don't really know how to put it into words, but do you kind of understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people wouldn't consider like listening to a podcast, um, or reading articles like I guess they wouldn't consider that as if you're already working on your business, but it, it totally is because if you're listening to the business yeah. podcasts or, I mean, I'm the same way, like I'm constantly just listening to webinars or, um, mm-hmm. like podcasts or reading books as well. So it's, it's, it's all kind of going intertwined with your business for sure. Yeah. And I mean, if I have like a fun event, if I'm hanging out with some girlfriends or they're coming into town or, you know, I have a family event or, you know, like this weekend we have a couple of Jack and Jill's to swing by. Like, I'm not like listening to podcasts as I'm at these Jack and Jill's. Like I'm, I know <laughs> like my schedule and I know, okay, I have a jam packed weekend with fun, exciting events with family and friends. that I'm so looking forward to Brandon, my boyfriend, he is so supportive. He's always the one, you know, if I'm downstairs starting to procrastinate, he's the first one to be like, shouldn't you be upstairs painting? And then I'll be like, ah, oh, dang it. You're right. Okay. I'm going. Or, you know, he's the the next one to be knocking on the studio door being like, are you done yet? Like, it's time to put the paintbrush down. So he's definitely been um, a huge, huge supporter in all of this. Um, My parents, my sister. Um, And then, you know, when you do start a a huge goal, like a small business or something, you know, it does consume you. So sometimes that does hurt friendships and relationships and stuff like that. But, you know, I've I've been so blessed to have friends that are so supportive and they know that, you know, well, I probably could phone up Sam, but she's probably busy working on her business or something, but they know that I'm working towards this goal and, you know, they're the first ones to, to like a photo or comment or share something. So it's just so cool having that support system and just kind of navigating through it as I go, you know, again, going back to that letting yourself relax and, and be available for friends and stuff is definitely important, but it's so cool to know that they all support what I'm doing, even though I don't see them as much as I, as I used to or something like that. So that's a really huge part of being a confident and successful, uh, business owner is because if you don't have people kind of cheerleading you as you go, it's definitely a hard road. So I'm very blessed and very grateful for each and every one of them supporting me along the way, mm-hmm. just like you and Jess. Yeah. <laughs> Heart. So I was wondering what you would say to someone who like wants to start something, but it does have that full-time job or, you know, does have a bunch of volunteering stuff that they do or anything like that. Like, but they have this passion that they want to start. Yeah, definitely. So if I could give advice to someone who wants to start something and they're super busy like me. And like you said, um, I would first tell them to, first of all, let them know that they can do it. No matter how busy you are, if you have a goal, if you have a dream, you can for sure do it. You just have to make it a priority. 
Next thing I would tell them to do your research, make sure, you know, whatever that is you want to do, whether it's a a service or a course or a product you want to sell or something like that, you know, make sure you have a niche, you know, make sure the product or whatever you want to represent and you want to sell to people is, is something you can sell to people. You know, you are going to be able to make a profit doing this because I think there's kind of this, um, and this is a, a lesson that I learned too. It was a free, uh, a free training session I did downtown Peterborough at the cluster and the lady who was running it, she said, you know, you can say you're an entrepreneur. You can, you can say all these things. I have a business, I have a business, blah, 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 but you are not a, you know, a hotshot CEO of this company that's going to be huge one day, or you're not, you know, the businesswoman, you know, you have to earn a dollar doing what you're doing to really call yourself an entrepreneur. So if you know that, well, maybe I can make a dollar doing this, maybe I can't, you know, that's not good enough. You have to know that you have an actual, um, you know, you're carving out a little niche in this, this huge, crazy world that, you can find your own voice and, and you can have your own brand in your business. Next thing I would say is don't focus on starting a business, focus on starting a brand. That's something that I'm kind of doing backwards right now as I'm kind <laughs> of trying to make a the top of the umbrella and then everything under me. But right now it feels like I'm the tree trunk and everything's on, on top of me on the tree. So definitely work on making a brand for yourself. So you can branch out into all these different things down the road if need be. The next thing I would say is, um, get educated. Like, like we were talking about before, there's so much free content out there with podcasts and courses and modules and webinars and all this. Grab a a, a cup of coffee or tea or whatever, and, and sit down with a notebook and just fill it with stuff. Like, fill it with business advice and, you know, you want to launch on Etsy, learn Etsy, learn, you know, WordPress, whatever you're doing, just learn about it. You know, it's, it's great to jump in with two feet, but if you don't know what you're doing. You can crash and burn, I think really, really quickly. So I would definitely say get some education, find your niche, know that you can do it. And then I guess have that tough conversation with yourself. Like if you are to dive into this, you know, and you know, you're busy already. Do you have that time in your schedule? Like, is there a way to make that a priority in your schedule? And if yes, then I think you got all the, all the tools to, to be great and whatever you want to do. That was an amazing answer. I loved that so much. I not saying that I don't appreciate every answer that someone gives me, but it's usually like, follow your heart and do what you love. But that was so business oriented. That's was badass. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I think like, you know, it's so easy just, and I see it all the time. I see it all the time. There's so many times my friends message me of people trying to start a business, even doing something similar to what I do. And I'm like, that's great, but you can't just slap together an Instagram page or a Facebook page and, and expect to, you know, be making millions the next day. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's, you know, some people I think have that false sense of, of entrepreneurship or owning a business when I think, you know, people sometimes have to have that hard conversation with themselves and, you know, am I making money? Can I make money? All this kind of stuff. So you really have to, 
sometimes you have to take the emotions out of it and really look at it with that business eye that I'm starting to kind of train myself to look at life with, or at least my business with. So yeah, you're welcome for that answer. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Um, I think that I've covered everything that I needed to cover with like you and your biz. Do you have anything else you want to add? Cool. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And honestly, ever since you started your podcast, you've inspired me to want to give back. Like I remember when I first saw your podcast and knew what it was all about, I was like, oh my gosh, why am I not giving back to something? Like I need to work on that. So just know you've inspired me and I'm working on that. And I think you're doing great. You're doing good things. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. That, well, that's the goal. It's, um, yeah. Like, I mean, like you said, yeah. anyone, anyone can have a business and I think that's amazing that people do have a business. I'm so intrigued by those people. I mean, I am one of those people as well, but it's like whoever can, you know, kind of give back while they're, while they're getting it too. I think that's amazing. Oh, it's so important. Like, I mean, I was kind of naive to all of it. I was like, of course I should be giving back because People are giving me this huge creative outlet. Like I 100% need to be giving back in some way, shape or form. So love it. Love. 